Hello everyone and welcome back to the What Would She Know podcast. This is your host Lily Heenan and today I'm going to be talking about normal friendship experiences that nobody talks about. I can finally tell you guys a thing that I've been really excited for the past few weeks. I'm officially in a studio. I am now with, well the What Would She Know podcast is now with DM Podcast. So a massive shout out to you guys. I'm so excited and a little bit more profesh. And yeah, I'm just so excited for this next chapter with the podcast and to be with an agency. So I have done an episode on friendships before in terms of letting go of friendships that no longer serve you. But today I wanted to focus on things that we all experience. It doesn't matter what age you are or where you are at in terms of friendships. But I feel like these are the things that we all go through in terms of friendship breakups and your different levels of connections with other people and the ebbs and flows that you go through and maybe you've got resentment with friendships or insecurities and drifting from friends that you don't necessarily relate to anymore. I feel like not enough people speak about this, but we all go through it. So that's what I'm going to be briefly touching on today. So the first normal friendship experience that nobody talks about, it is that ebbs and flows are completely normal. So long-term friendships grow through ebbs and flows. It's weird to navigate. You're going to have periods where you aren't as close and then when you're super close and this is totally normal. And one thing that I've had to come to terms with in terms of like the ebbs and flow of friendships and that is actually normal is that you always know that the bond and the love will always be there I think especially this I definitely noticed and had to like come to terms with like ebbs and flows are normal within friendships when I moved to Melbourne because even though I was like only an hour and a half away from my friends I went from like hanging out with my group of friends back in Warrigal like almost twice a week every weekend to now only seeing them like once every three to six months and I think also when I cut back a lot on social media because I I know I've spoken about this before ages ago but I came to the realization I remember when my friends actually came up from Warrigal and we were all, this is back when I had Snapchat, so I actually deleted Snapchat ages ago, but I came to the realization we were all sitting with each other and we had caught, we were catching up and we were all on our phone Snapchatting each other. And I just sat there and thought to myself, like, what the fuck are we doing? This is just so unnecessary. We're not being present. Like we're supposed to be hanging out with each other. And I was just as bad and guilty of, using Snapchat in that way as they were and that's when I decided to delete it because I just thought like (laughs) if anyone honestly if anyone I think if anyone still uses Snapchat over like what 24 25 even like religiously every day I think that's a bit of an ick I think we can all agree on that like just text people I don't know it's just something about Snapchat that I just don't each to their own if you have Snapchat I mean that's absolutely fine but also no (laughs) but that's when I deleted it and I just because I wanted to be a lot more present with my friends and 
I was using so much of my time on social media, like messaging friends every day and sending videos. And I wanted to catch up with my friends and actually talk about what had been going on in their lives and catch up properly rather than like using, like, I think it's good because I still text my friends, right? But like Snapchat, I was using it excessively, like constantly being on Snapchat, telling my friends what was going on in my day and this and that, like just pointless stuff. But then I kind of like got to the point when we were catching up, we didn't really have like, it's not like we didn't have anything to talk about, but it was more, we just weren't being present. And that's when I decided to delete it out. Cause I was also like, Snapchat isn't serving me anymore. I'm getting older. I think it's time to go sis. The next normal friendship experience that nobody talks about is that you're going to have different level of closeness and connections with different friends. None of your friends are going to be the same in terms of closeness and deepness and how much time and energy you put into them. And of course that's okay. I have friends who are more spiritual than others, who I go to when I'm sad over others, who are more into drinking on the weekends than others, friends that I can sit in silence with and not feel awkward and weird than others, friends who are down to go and do a random cold dip in the ocean over others, friends who can just listen, friends who give me the honest advice over the people that just like kind of are there for me and listen. I feel like we all have those friends right where you you're in a situation and you either want someone to tell you how it is and and give it like no beating around the bush no bullshit or you just want to go to someone and they're more gentle with you and they just listen I think we all have different types of friends like that and none of my friends are exactly the same and I bet you none of your friends are exactly the same and I love them all and that it's okay to have different levels of closeness and connections with different friends because probably like in high school or like just coming out of high school, I wanted or like subconsciously wanted all of my friends to be just as close with me and it kind of felt weird or maybe like I didn't know how I felt with myself having like not surface level friends but more like I definitely had closer friends with others and it kind of just was like a weird thing to navigate but now I'm like very much aware that it's okay not everyone's going to be the same you have friends for different reasons because they bring you different things they bring you different values they fill you up in different ways and of course that's okay and I think if you don't have different levels of closeness and connections with different friends I think maybe that's time to like maybe seek that out in other people or start being aware of that the third one is that friendship breakups and fallouts are gonna happen I personally think that friendship breakups are worse than relationship breakups and I think it's pretty stock standard and a lot of you can relate to that as well a majority of the time breakups and fallouts with friends literally just happen due to a miscommunication and a misunderstanding I think sometimes like maybe you both stop making effort and the silence grows louder and it's just and it's weird because in friendships right it's weird because in romantic relationships I think it's known and normal that we have to repair after rupture and it should be the way with friends as well but I feel like nobody seems to talk about that because I feel like communication is necessary and like going back to what I said I think a lot of fallouts happen because of a miscommunication and a misunderstanding and maybe there's a lot of like stubbornness and you both stop making an effort and then like it just turns to weird and then all of a sudden you're not best friends anymore. And not all friendship end because of a misunderstanding, right? So sometimes you are the problem and it's normal for you to go through a lot of different friends in life. But if you can see 
a pattern of people walking away, maybe it's time for a bit of reflection. Otherwise, your friends are going to find it hard to stick away. And on that note of it's normal to go through a lot of different friends in life, I found this like conversation really interesting the other day. So me and some friends were speaking about like um, influences and it was just like the typical we've noticed this person and this person aren't hanging out as much anymore. They were best friends. They were literally hanging out with each other every weekend. What's going on? What's the goss? Like just like being, I guess, really nosy in our conversation because obviously, I don't know. I feel like we all do that. Like we see influencers who are really good friends and then all of a sudden you're not and you want to know, which I guess we should learn to mind our own business, right? But one of my friends made a really good point and she just said it would almost really suck being an influencer in that instance because of course influencers they're people they're gonna go through different friendships they're gonna go through friendship breakups they're normal people they're gonna drift but what sucks is that us non-influencers go through that as well but we don't have social media and the world at us trying to be nosy and figure out like what's happened like I think that would just be really hard navigating that as someone with like who's in the public figure because I've gone through friendship breakups and fallouts and have never obviously had the world like trying to figure out why or like get in my business so I just think that would would be really hard if, you know, you are an influencer because it is normal to go through different friends in life. Number four, you don't have to talk every day. There will be friends in your life that they're not going to be affected by time and distance. Something I've had to adjust to from living over an hour away from my close friends who I, again, like I said at the start of the episode, I'd see every weekend. I have friends who like live over an hour away. I have friends that live over two hours away. I have friends who live interstate. I have friends who I only see every six months, but I love them just as much as I, as the friends I see and talk to every week. And you don't have to talk every day, but It's interesting because one of my best friends, Letitia, she lives over an hour away back where I grew up and I don't get to see her as much as I like, but we, no shit, talk almost every single day. And while you don't have to talk every day, it just proves that just because there is distance between your friends, it doesn't mean things have to be hard or they can't be in your life or like a little message here and there or a little check up every now and then isn't impossible. I think when Britt came on the episode, she made like a few episodes ago, she made a really interesting point. I think when we were talking about friends, just like what's the hardest thing for her, um, it was kind of like an owning your shit moment. And I definitely relate to this as well. But she said in terms of friendships, like she, I guess, struggles with whoever's in front of her is her priority in terms of friends. And she doesn't necessarily like mean to consciously do that. It's just like she, I think a lot of us will relate to that as well. Like the friends that are like closest to us or we're around the most there who we're making the most effort with even though we should still be like making an effort with the friends who we don't necessarily see every week or talk to every week, or maybe they live interstate over an hour away. Like it can be really easy to not put in the effort, but again, like it doesn't mean that it has to be hard, but you don't have to talk every day. So let's normalize that. I think the next normal friendship experience that nobody talks about is not knowing if the friendship has run its course and the fear of letting go. I did an episode on this a while ago, just like how to let go of friendships that are no longer serving you. So definitely go back and listen to that if you haven't already. But 
I think you know in your heart if the friendship has run its course and it doesn't matter how know you've how long you've known them or if your mum are best friends or because I feel like society puts a lot of pressure on friendships and relationships in general like romantic relationships that you should only stay with this person or be with this partner or or be friends with this person because you've like quote unquote been friends for like 20 years or like since you were a childhood that doesn't mean it's like with family as well like just because their blood doesn't mean you have to keep them in your life if they're not serving you or if they're toxic or like they you leave them feeling drained more than you leave them feeling energized like I think just you don't have to keep them in your life if you know in your heart that it's not the right thing it doesn't matter how long you've known them how much they've done for you if it's run its course it is okay to let go number six normal friendship experiences is resentment now I get it maybe you're mad and upset that they didn't call you or check in with you when you were going through a difficult time or they lied to you about something or they didn't treat you the way that you wanted to be treated do you want to know my tip in this scenario if you have got a little bit of resentment going on here talk about it I keep reminding myself that 2023 is the year of communication. And Britt says to me all the time that if you have a problem with someone, like, of course, you need to address that. And if you think that someone has a problem with you, I think definitely communicate. But then Britt also has like a really good take on this. She like reminds me that someone doesn't have a problem with you unless they address it with you. Because like if they have a problem, like her take is if they have a problem, they need to come forward and address that with you and communicate and be adults. And I, I of course, agree with that. But then I also think like it can go both ways. Right. But I just think at the end of the day, communication is the best thing when it comes to resentment and just because they treated you poorly or things didn't go how you expected it to go it doesn't mean that the friendship is over I mean if there's a history of this happening of them like treating you poorly and you expressing things that you know that they're upsetting you in in ways or speaking to you not in the right way or maybe there's like a history of lying and backstabbing and they're only like they're not there for you when you need them and they're not like happy for your success. All the little things, if there's a history of that happening on repeat after you've communicated, then I think it's time to cut your losses, obviously. But like romantic relationships, you need to communicate and communication is necessary for healthy relationships. Seven, you're going to have moments of insecurity. It's normal to feel left out at one point or another or jealous Your friends might start ignoring you when they get new friends. And I don't think that this is okay for your friends to, I guess, ignore you. But I feel like, again, going back to what Britt was saying in one of the episodes, whoever's in front of her is her priority. And I feel like a lot of us can relate to that as well. So maybe that's what is happening with your new friends. They've made new friends. It's exciting. And because these new friends in front of your friend that's their priority it doesn't mean that they don't love you doesn't mean that you aren't friends anymore but I think it's okay that your friends are making new friends and maybe they are having a moment of prioritizing them over you in the big picture it's okay but unfortunately it does happen and people's priorities do change I think friendships bring out so much in us that we don't even necessarily realize are there. I remember when I didn't necessarily have a moment of insecurity, but it was like an aha moment back on reflection where I was like, that's a point where I need to work on in myself. And 
I was so, it was a subconscious moment of me. So the backstory of what I'm trying to say, because it wasn't, it was a moment of my flaws. And I get, I mean, I guess it could be an insecurity, but years ago, I remember, because like you go, if you guys have listened to my first episode, I spoke a lot on like why I actually started this and my journey up until that point of like, I was very much always angry, hated the world, hated everything around me because I was suffering internally and I projected that out onto everyone else. But I was never aware of that pattern at the time until I started doing like the self-development and the healing work. But this relates because I remember years ago, like a friend had done something to me, like in a way where it was bit of backstabbing whatever like we've moved past it and like we've worked it out and it's all good because I love this person but that was the friendship that I'm talking about is definitely like ebbs and flow of that friendship definitely prevalent in this friendship with this girl who I deeply love but anyway there was a moment that happened she did something that was really against my really went against like my morals and my values of a friendship and like I was so I thought that I was going to cut this person out for the rest of my life because like she'd screwed up so bad essentially and like just like the lying in this scenario was so bad and I was like I'm not I can't have a friend who lies to this extent and lies so much anyway she's a completely different person now but what happened is I caught her out in a big lie things blew up and I remember in the moment like I just went off at her I was so angry and the way that I spoke to her was so badly like and I remember looking back and going you could have handled that situation so much better there was a moment where you were angry, you let your emotions get the better of you and then in turn you treated someone like shit just because they messed up. That's something I definitely not do today but that was a moment of me having a little insecurity moment or letting like my patterns or my conditioned responses because I can think because I look back and I I guess I can join the dots of why I reacted like that. Like growing up around um, parents and adults and parent givers, there was a lot of like anger and not speaking to people very nicely. And I look back at my younger self and I just think you literally didn't know any better and you were projecting what was projected onto you as a little girl and a teenager growing up and you didn't know how to handle your emotions or speak to people in a way that was... I wasn't treating people how I wanted to be treated is kind of the moral of the story. And that was a normal, it's not, I'm not going to say that treating someone just because, treating someone poorly just because they messed up is a normal experience. But I think a lot of people, of course, go through those moments and insecurity and looking back, I reflected, grown from that moment, apologized and will never react in the moment like that again, just because my friends made me upset. Number eight. You're going to naturally drift from friends who you can't relate to anymore. And I've really struggled with this like really badly because friendships drifting in general is normal. And as you enter your 20s and you leave high school, you start, well, I know for me and I know for a lot of people, you start going on this journey of finding yourself. And this unfortunately can mean that you realize your friends in high school or in general are completely different to the person that you have become or you want to become. And I think it's really hard, like obviously in high school, we can use high school for for. As an example, we were obviously made friends because we were like forced to the same place for eight hours every day. And of course, like I, 
Um, we all had friends in high school, but I think for a lot of us, it was like, I'm only friends with these people because I'm here every day. And yeah, we get along, but like outside of high school, when you go on that finding yourself journey and growing and you start to become an adult, you realize that there's like a lot of things in these people that you don't necessarily like things aren't aligned in terms with that, with those friendships. And that's okay. But it's also really hard to navigate through that. Like think a lot of people really struggled with that because I think at the end of the day, we can all sit here and be like, I was only friends with these people because high school made me, I, I, well, I know for me, like I still, like there's people that I'm not friends with in high school anymore, but like, I'd still always give them my time of day. And I think like if they reached out to me, I'd, I'd always reply and if they would want to catch up, of course I'd catch up because I also think that like while I didn't align with a lot of people in high school anymore, I also think that people can change and like the people in high school who I'm not really close with or can relate to anymore, maybe I do now. Like you're a completely different person when you're in high school to who you are in your 20s and maybe that's an ebbs and flow moment but then I also think There are people that you'll never be friends with who you were friends in high school. And that is okay. People come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Number nine. This is a this is the last normal friendship experience that nobody talks about. I think guilt for not being there for your friends. Sometimes we're not there for a for our friends in the way that we would like to be. But don't let guilt stop you from reaching out to them or being there for them or letting them know that you're there for them, even if it has been a long time since you last connected, whether that's a few weeks, a few months or a few years, do not let guilt stop you from being there or rekindling that friendship again. And I also think, like I said, 2023 is the year of communication for me. And while I'm not perfect at it, I'm working at it. And I can probably guarantee you, like if you're thinking about them, they're definitely thinking about you as well. Because I know there's definitely like times that I can probably reflect on where I've gone, wow, I definitely should have been there for that person a bit more or like checked in a bit more and have maybe felt a little, little bit guilty. But I feel like I've always like come back from that and maybe addressed it or apologized or like the next time something happened, I'd be making a lot of effort to be there for my friend. And I also think if you are someone who you feel like your friend isn't being there for you in the way that you want them to. I think maybe in like one instance, like I guess you could let it go, but if it keeps happening, I think maybe step back and just, you know, reevaluate or again, communicate with them. I was speaking to a friend the other day and she was giving me a situation. I kind of gave my advice. So let's call her Joy and Joy's friend Rose. So Joy was kind of going through a bit of a situation. She needed her friend, um, but she was still reaching out to Rose and like checking in with her and trying to make effort. Rose wasn't really replying. She wasn't giving her much, um, was kind of leaving her on red, wasn't checking in on Joy, even though she she knew that she was kind of going through something, not to the extent of what Joy could have probably communicated, but she still like was aware of it a little bit. Right? I kind of said like, You guys are like really close. I think there can be obviously a misunderstanding, um, obviously communicate, but I also think that maybe Rose is going through something. Maybe she's really struggling with something or like something's going on behind closed doors that you have no idea about because sometimes people can drift when they've got a lot going on unintentionally. And Joy was kind of like, 
well, that could actually be a possibility. I'm just going to check in again. And she did. And Rose turned around and just pretty much came forward and said, I'm so sorry that I haven't been there for you. I haven't been replying. Like, I know I've been really slack. I've been going through a lot at the moment. Like, I've just lost my job. Like, I'm really depressed. I've like pulled away from a lot of people. Can we catch up next week? And that is a classic example of communication solved the problem. And that's just a normal friendship experience. And don't let guilt and resentment and miscommunication stop you from communicating with your friends and trying to make it work. That was the end of today's episode, guys. So to sum it up, the normal friendship experiences that nobody talks about, you're going to have ebbs and flows. There's going to be different levels of closeness and connections with different friends. Friendship breakups and fallouts happen. You don't have to talk every day to be close not knowing if the friendship has run its course and the fear of letting go, resentment, you're going to have moments of insecurity, you'll naturally drift from friends who can't, who you can't relate to anymore and you're going to have moments of feeling guilty for not being there with your friends. Remember to like and share. Remember to rate the show, subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you liked listening to this podcast episode, please share it to someone who you think will benefit from listening and take a photo put it on your stories and tag me and remember nothing changes if nothing changes